0: Hey everyone, and welcome to this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. I'm your host Gretchen Garrity, and I'm sure you can tell by the title of this episode that it's just going to be my New Year's goals and resolutions. And it's funny because I vaguely remember doing this at the start of last year, and I just looked back and I was like, "Oh wow, I did do this episode a year ago." and Let me tell you, I did not look back at those goals like once throughout the year and some of them I was shocked to see if any of you remember some of those. Some of those I did think about and I did work towards and revisit, but literally, you guys, it was like 25 or more, like 25, 26, 27 goals. Did I really think I was going to do all of them and be a perfect person? I also didn't really have like actionable steps that I took daily, weekly to get there. So I'm questioning myself from a year ago. And I'm like, why did I not like save those, write them down somewhere that I could check back often? Like I must have just been really motivated recording that episode being like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to eat out once a month. Like what? <laughs> I'm laughing at myself looking back, but I feel like I'm in a much better mindset this year. I, I, Feel like i have some more discipline i'm very committed to my new year's goals and resolutions no i i'm gonna be gentle with myself i feel like i have a good balanced mindset oh brody's moving around hi hey, brody he's laying under the table right now at my feet we have the perfect setup you guys today okay welcome back I'm welcoming myself back sorry i have been a little mia and you know what the podcast used to be the number one resolution okay for being in my egg. but to finish my thought I'm gonna be less scatterbrained okay there's a resolution that is not written down but I'm just saying right now I'm gonna stop being a chicken with my head cut off I'm gonna finish my thoughts and move on it'll probably be a lot easier to listen to that way I was saying perfect setup right now because Got the candle burning. Just finished my coffee. I'm probably gonna be hyper. <laughs> I'm probably gonna go into. It. I needed to not chug an iced coffee before I record because I'm like, and Brody and I braved the snow today, the blizzard in the park, and we walked around. I almost froze to death, and also almost ate shit like three times. <laughs> it was so, like, not plowed and slippery and whatever. But you know what? I'm getting my steps in. You guys will hear. That's one of my goals. So I'm like, got to get in the step somehow, even though it's freezing in winter, it makes it a little bit harder. It's just like a fun challenge. So yeah, Brody's all sleepy, we had a nice walk to start our day, and my coffee. I actually just had like my second breakfast because I had a yogurt bowl with granola and berries, some protein, that's another goal of mine we'll get into, and just like giving you little hints, little foreshadowing crumbs of what my goals are, um, But just before I was going to record, I'm like, why do I literally feel ravenous? Like it's only two hours later, I'm starving. So I made like some oatmeal with almond butter. Oh, so good. Anyway, great vibe. I got my hair mask in right now. My like hair oiling, that's kind of one of the things. I'm really just like getting after. I've been doing all the things, journaled, feeling like my best self. 2024 is the year of us, okay? You and me, you listening to this and me right now, we are going to be the best versions of ourselves, because why wouldn't we, you know? <laughs> okay. As I was saying, saying the podcast needs to be number one resolutions, number one resolution. Um, and <clears throat> let's just talk about this quick. Here's the thing. Okay. Talking to yourself by yourself is a lot. I don't know if any of you have your own podcast on your own, and I'm like, it was fun for a while. I can only talk to myself for so long. Yeah. And I'm also like, at some point, I'm like, I've done all the topics, like talked about all the things. We've talked about the body image, the healing, the grieving, the, the goals, the health, the favorites. I don't know. I don't, and there's always more to talk about. We can always like revisit, you know, feel like my, one of my very first ones was like overcoming, an unhealthy relationship with food, body image, stuff like that. And obviously it was years ago now, so we can always like check back in. But yeah, I don't want to complain. You guys know I love the podcast. Just I got to figure out my intention for the pod this year. And you know what? Thinking about it, like I do love it so much. I always say it's my little baby and it really is because it literally means the word world to me. It means so much to me. It motivates me so much in person when I meet you guys. And you say you love the pod. You're like, please post more on your podcast. I love your podcast episodes so much. I listen to them driving to work. They make me feel so inspired. They you keep me company on long cards. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm going to cry right now. I have tears in my eyes. Like, it means the world to me. And I just feel like we are such a special little community. However, I do think about, not like however, but so I do love it. So what I've been thinking about a new-ish idea that I have, the idea of a co-host. I've actually thought about that like a lot, like kind of for a while. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned that. I just want to be really open and honest with you guys. Cause like I said, all on my own gets kind of like, I don't know, just like less fun after a while. And I'm, I'm just not totally sure about it. I thought about it for so long Because it seems like there's not, like, a perfect scenario for me. Uh, I need to, like, not make excuses or not worry about it too much. And, like, if I want to co-host, just pick somebody and go for it. But also, I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts? Ah, I don't know. Because I wouldn't want to, like, make it one of my personal friends that you guys, like, don't know. And you're like, who's that? And you don't, like, "I, I don't know. I, yeah. The thought of mixing business and personal with a personal friend and that relationship changing seems hard. I get very wary about that because I feel like that happens a lot in like the social media world, right? Where people I know will hire like a family member or a best friend. And sometimes it works. And sometimes the dynamic can really work if it's like, I don't know, a podcast, an assistant, a manager, whoever, whatever that is. But sometimes it can like change the dynamic and not work out. And that's not how it's supposed to be. I don't know. I just get really weird about that because I never want to change the dynamic that I have with, like, a friend or a family member. (laughs) We're just being really real right now. So then I think about, okay, with more of one of my, like, business friends, if you will, who I've met through social media, who has, like, social media of their own, that would be great because they already, you know, are used to talking on camera, talking on a mic, whatever it may be. So that seems great. But also... I don't know I think it would be like conversation would flow more when I think of like some of my very best friends but also do any of them want to even like do a podcast with me like I don't know you guys or my twin sister like I don't know if she would want to do that and then like probably 99% of my options wouldn't be able to record with me in person and I feel like that's something that I would really want like I think about honestly I think a lot about my favorite podcast listen to the what we said podcast shout out JC and Chelsea and they record like every week together in person they're best friends and it's just so fun and they just get to like hang out and chat and I love listening to that so sorry we're getting to a whole discussion here so I would love to have that of my own to be able to like chat with a friend go back and forth hear their ideas too you know we would probably have like differing opinions on certain things so I just think it would be like a more interesting conversation but they record in person again and I I don't want to like Have a co-host that lives across the country from me and then we can't record in person. I feel like it's not like the same. Like I guess you could record over your own mics and put it together. I don't know. I don't know. Do you guys have thoughts? Maybe this, I'm just having a crisis with my podcast and maybe you guys are like, no, just keep it as you. I don't know. And obviously, I'm like, oh, Max could do the podcast with me. He'd be like, yeah, okay, no. (laughs) He's like a a co-star here and there. You know, he's had his appearances, but I don't know if he'd really, like, be interested. So, yeah, and that's a whole, that's a really, like, mixing personal with business. Like, I don't, I don't know. I just like to keep it separate. You guys know in my vlogs and stuff, when I'm with my closest friends, social time like at dinner and stuff I'll usually film like a five second clip and be like sorry it's next day I didn't film it all because that's like I'm on camera and computer and filming and photos and videos and mic and podcast like all day long so then when I'm with people in my personal life I just like to keep it that way kind of have it separate like it feels like I can like turn off my brain and yeah like business mindset for a second so I don't know do you guys have thoughts on any of this? Maybe I just need to be more inspired on my own and listen to more of what you guys want and topics. And also I can do more guests. Like I used to be way better when I first started the podcast, more motivated, finding fun guests. I guess that's like a good compromise now that I'm just talking about it out loud. Not having a co-host, just having more guests. So it's like still have someone to bounce ideas off of and they, like I can just always, that'll just be interesting to always have new guests. So maybe we'll do that just thinking about all these things also any thoughts on like a video component of the podcast Uh, that's another thing i don't know i've thought about that for like a year or two whenever people started doing video versions of their podcast but that is just so funny to me because i have never once looked up a video version of a podcast but i have friends of mine that are like oh we love watching like this podcast like on youtube or something i feel like now aren't there video ones on like spotify these days i think i don't even know you guys because i don't watch them and i listen to a podcast because i'm multitasking i'm cleaning i'm driving i'm cooking i'm whatever but i know a lot of people like want that nowadays i've totally the idea of it however it's just me on a video just chatting on mic like probably not uh but those have been my thoughts i don't know you guys can dm me if you have really good opinions or you can comment on my happy hour instagram post that i will post to promote this episode that's like where you guys should go if you want to make comments on because i wish you could just like comment on this episode but there's not like comments on podcast app you know so yes sorry that's kind of like the inner workings of my brain okay let's catch up to speed really quick on a lot of things it's been a month since you and i have had a chat (laughs) okay you guys get the real tea in no specific order well actually this is in order of, like, beginning of December. Let's just recap December, okay? You get the realty because I have not said this, like, anywhere else yet on Instagram, YouTube, anything. I think when I talked about, like, wedding q and I was like, oh, like, we, like, officially just sent our first email to a wedding planner. Like, we're getting it started. But the update is we've actually been going back and forth over email max and i together which has been fun and already i'm like why am i overwhelmed and stressed already i need to like not be i just am like oh my god there just seems like so many things but once we get our planner and venue solidified i'm sure i'll feel like a thousand times better so we've been going back and forth a bunch with potential wedding planners and venues so that's fun that we're getting the process started also i don't think i said this anywhere else but i feel like some of the best advice we got one of the best pieces of advice we got i don't know if i i think i heard this from a girlfriend or maybe it's a tiktok i think like i've heard this multiple times to make a joint email when you are planning your wedding so that you both can like reply to vendors venues planners whatever it is and you both like have access on there so we made our little joint email and yeah that's the update on that fun we're also looking at venues in person early february during max's all-star break so that'll be fun that is i'm gonna be like pinch me whoa you know like that's gonna be so weird but i'm really excited you guys already know i talked about in my last episode like a month ago early december i talked about being in new york city right or maybe i talked about going like i was about to go to new york city with taylor hannah lucy and our trip with buick and that was just a blast that really got me into the holiday spirit obviously seeing rockefeller center the tree bryant park christmas markets all the things Then, probably like mid December, I spent a week in Boston, which was just good for my soul. Like, every time I'm there, I'm like, I have my personality back. My soul is so happy. I just feel so, I don't know. I don't know. This is reminding me, I feel like I said something in a YouTube video. I'm like, I am not meant to be where I am currently because I just feel so like weighed down here, heavy. It's gray, it's dark, it's cold. Like, and in in boston i mean the climate isn't much different at all but it's just so weird in different places how you can feel so different and like motivated unmotivated happy sad and someone commented and was like oh there's literally like astrological geographical oh my god i'm gonna mess this up basically something where maybe different astrological zodiac signs are meant to be in like different areas of the world i don't know it's 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 something and i and i have not looked it up (laughs) i'm saying it all wrong it's coming out all wrong but all i know is and i feel like everyone can agree you feel different living in different places and you feel more drawn towards certain cities or locations that you live and feel like happier in certain places so that's just me in boston i i don't know what it is i don't know i don't know maybe just because i have so many good memories living there in college having a really fun college experience and there's just always like so much to do but see it's the perfect amount to me in my eyes because new york city a little bit overwhelming i could i could totally live in new york city love it there i think i would feel a little overwhelmed and a little bit always like having fomo if i wasn't like going out every night doing all the events all the things because there's just always so much but boston feels like the perfect in between where it's like to me like a homey cozy city where i can relax but i can also always be doing things so there's just like so much going on it's so fun so i had the best week i lined up all my appointments <laughs> It's great so my hairdresser kyle love him so much solano acote shout out best hairdresser ever and went a little bit darker you guys saw that's that update ah! all of you love it you guys are like oh my gosh looks so good looks so much better this is it this is for you And i'm like are you guys blowing smoke up my ass <laughs> because I just feel like whenever anyone makes a change to their hair, everyone's like, love it. Yes, it looks so good. Like, no one ever says anything bad. But I'm like, can we, like, be for real for a second? I feel like I am meant to be blonde. Come on, people. I'm like, I know I'm naturally brunette. And I feel like this year everyone's, like, going with a trend of, like, your natural hair color is what looks best on you. Like, that's natural. Which, yes, I understand. But I just feel the most me when I'm blonde. And no, I don't need to be, like, the platinum white blonde all over again, like way too much bleach hair falling out breaking off so dead but i do think i will end up going back a little bit maybe if it's just like blonde baby lights in the front just like a little lightness in the front like a little you know what is that term everyone's saying brown and blonde put together blonde blonde i think that's what that's what the girlies are saying these days (laughs) like a brown brunette combo So that's kind of where we're at, except for I actually I got a bunch of low lights, toned it way down, kind of did a really small money piece in the front. But for overall, I'd say my hair looks like a medium light brown. So, yeah, eventually I'd probably do like a thicker money piece, maybe more, again, baby lights in the front, like blonder on the bottom. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But for now, I'm loving taking a break from the bleach focusing on the health of my hair that's the only reason I did it or I would stay as blonde as I could forever if I had really thick healthy hair that wasn't breaking off because you guys know I like opened up about that I'm like uh for the first time in forever it's really taken a toll on my hair this bleach and it's looking a lot thinner and a lot more breakage and a lot less healthy and yeah it really affected my like self-confidence in this past year which is so sad wow (laughs) sorry I'm being really honest right now um but yeah, so I was like, you know what? We are gonna do everything we can, and I'll talk about that when I get to my goals. Literally, I'm doing everything under the sun, you guys, to prioritize the health of my hair because, yeah, like I said, it's just important to me. And I already feel like my efforts—I'm seeing the fruits of my efforts. Is that the term? I'm seeing uh, solutions, and no, I'm seeing benefits. I'm seeing side effect. What is the word I'm looking for? I'm seeing results. Good results from all my efforts. So, sorry, on <laughs> a tangent on my hair. We'll talk about that. Um, had my Botox appointment with my favorite girl in the whole world. You guys should go to her, Shauna. Shout out. I'm just shouting out all my people. She's at JL Plastics on I was gonna say Newberry Street. That's not right. My hair salon's in Newberry Street, Salon at Cote. JL Plastics is on Commonwealth, close by, Back Bay. And Shauna's the best injector. I just love her so much. She's the sweetest angel. And just always does exactly what I want and Yeah, just in my forehead we've done like on the outer of my eye before which I did the first time I think I got Botox my sister was like Very real with me. So happy I have a twin sister. We keep it real with each other We're like, yes, do that. Don't do that. Don't wear that. Nope doesn't look good on you Like we we need that for each other and she was like no more Botox around your eyes. Your smile doesn't look genuine (laughs) I always think about that now I'm like, wow, okay, needed that. I'm like, I do feel like my smile changed. a little. So now I don't get it, but now I'm like, oh, now the lines on the outside of my eyes are like bothering me, but I need to know. If any of you have ever done anything like lip filler, Botox, whatever, I feel like it makes you hyper aware of how you look. And you're just like, oh, now I want to change this. I want to change that. So don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> don't be like me. Don't like nitpick everything because you notice tiny little things and are pointing out things that aren't, aren't even really a thing that no one else notices. So anyway, I'm doing good. I'm not like... And I've done, like, master Botox before. I didn't really notice anything. I honestly just got it because my sister really needed it. I went with her and made her get it because I think it was my birthday present this year or Christmas present last year or something. She grinds her teeth so bad, you guys, and wakes up in so much pain. She's like, I can't even, like, open my mouth in the morning. Like, my jaw is literally in so much pain and, like, my muscles, whatever. She grinds her teeth. So... I've heard from a ton of people that grind their teeth that Master Botox helps a ton. It makes you not grind your teeth, just like relieves a lot of your pain. So I think that helped her a lot. Um, and since she was getting it, I was like, why don't I get it too? And we both have like pretty strong masters, her even more than me, but I didn't really notice a difference. I noticed how like chewing really chewy things was like a little harder because your muscles are like weakened. Um, I don't really think I would grind my teeth, but now I wonder if it's in my head. Now, sometimes my jaw muscles like feel sore and tired and like like i'm like using them i'm like do i need more i don't know anyway i'm i'm going off on a tangent but only just get like a little between my eyebrows and up on my forehead so yeah i still have movement just want to prevent those lines and wrinkles and stuff so my appointments and probably the most important of them all was seeing a psychiatrist which i did talk about that in my vlogmas video i'm trying to think which one Uh, Oh, just my first one when I was in Boston, I think I like talk all about that there. So I won't get into that again, but that was great. And go me again. This is the year of you and I being our best selves. So I was like, you know how I'm going to be the best version of myself? Taking care of myself and (laughs) having doctors. So I'm really happy I, (laughs) you know, took the time and effort to find a psychiatrist, get a primary care. Yeah. Go me. Went to my gynecologist appointment love my gynecologist so happy I've had them for a while and I was talking to my mom about it she was like I know I'm so happy I found that because Lucy and I go to the same one as my mom she's like I'm so happy I found them literally like the sweetest group in Albany anyway neither here nor there well no it is here nor because I just went the other day I'll talk about it. anyway <laughs> that's that okay I was talking about Boston <laughs> yeah best time then hosted Christmas for the first time ever on the cave in our house that was like so surreal being like Oh my god like I'm the adult now what do you mean I I still feel weird about it I felt like I was like a little kid like pretending to have people over and like making like a pretend Christmas I don't know how to describe I think I have imposter syndrome I'm like what do you mean Christmas at my house like I'm the adult like Max and I are cooking for everyone and I have to like get all the decorations up and do the whole thing like oh my god it was a lot it was a lot I'm giving hosts way more credit now. I didn't realize how much it takes out of you. Like, it is all consuming. That's all we could do when we are home. When you're hosting, like, you you can't do anything else. I don't think I sat once, you know? We're just, like, going, going, going. With that, it was a lot, but it was also a lot of fun. (laughs) Like, leave that out. It was a lot of fun. My mom was like, I want filet. And Max was like, if you want filet, you're going to get filet and i'm just saying filet because is it a filet tenderloin a filet i don't know it's like a long big piece that you cut up into like little a filet i don't know i don't know what to say it's not a beef tenderloin it's not a whatever this big steak thing we're like we're gonna have to figure out how to cook this and max is like looking it up we're like wow we really are just like figuring it out and i did like brussels sprouts and sweet potatoes Anyway, those are Christmas dinner. It was great. And shout out my twin sister, Lucy. I could not have done Christmas without her. She helped me so much, you guys, like the two, three days leading up to Christmas. And the day or two after, decorating like crazy. Like, we went ham, if you guys saw my pictures and videos on YouTube and Instagram. And then taking it all down, it took us an entire day. Like, I literally could have not done it without her. So. You know, shout out my mom (laughs) for birthing twins. Lucy is, like, the biggest blessing in my life. Wow, I'm going to be emotional. No, literally, a twin is, like, the best thing in the world. Like, oh, we just, like, get each other, and she's just, like, we're just, like, our little, I don't know, each other's partner in crime, you know? (laughs) Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, I was going to say, yeah, I really don't want to talk about this. I already talked about it on YouTube, like, a ton, Um, but in a moment of realness, my mom did get in a car accident that was pretty bad on Christmas Eve. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to say it was pretty bad because thank God, like we are so blessed. We are so lucky. Her and Teddy, Golden Doodle, were a-okay. You guys, like completely fine, which is shocking because it was a bad accident. Like car totaled. All the airbags went off spinning around like slippery highway hitting another car horrible like so bad and I just yeah I can't even talk about it because i'm gonna cry but I just Know my dad was looking out for them and just feel very very lucky and blessed and I know that They feel the same and I just could not believe Seeing them When we got to see them that night christmas eve Teddy running around wagging his tail. A. Okay. Couldn't be happier Ugh what I will say is my mom is like she was like I just cannot believe how good Teddy was like after the accident she's like he was literally the most perfect angel dog did not leave my mom's side didn't like was so good and so go with the flow and I feel like just knew because obviously my mom's crying like probably in shock distraught like and dogs just are so intuitive and literally feel your emotions and like whenever I cry Brody's like laying on top of me they just You know, like, dogs are literally angels. And my mom was like, I could not believe, like, Teddy was just probably so supportive of her and, like, receptive to her and just, like, (laughs) literally the best dog. I can't even think about it. I'm going to cry. Oh, we don't deserve dogs. They're so good. So, uh, yes, that was that. I talk about it more on YouTube. If you guys saw my Christmas Day vlog, I was like, not to bring down Christmas Day, but I just need to be really real for a second. I did not vlog Christmas Eve at all because it was literally – the nightmare before christmas my mom kept saying that she's like oh the nightmare before christmas oh anyway we're all good safe and sound we're good i just kept saying to her your guys health and safety is all that matters everything else is figure outable. if the car is done we'll figure out a new car like everything is replaceable except for the two of you so it's all okay oh okay can't talk about that anymore um new year's quickly here with max and soccer team was a lot of fun had a little party at a bar and actually it was a little bit too much fun which leads me to dry january <laughs> actually i don't even think i i didn't even write that down in my goal section so i'll just say quickly yeah basically i ro- woke up new year's day and i was like really gretchen <laughs> like you are gonna be horribly hungover all day today laying in bed that is how you're gonna start off 2024 like are you kidding me i was so mad at myself i'm like why did you let this happen? And I can make all the excuses. I'm like, oh my God, I was overserved. Like, no, I freaking made conscious choices to drink. But you know, when you're social and you're like playing drinking games and it's over a lot of time, you don't realize. I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why are we like self-sabotaging here? And granted, I, I knew I was going to drink a lot and I just wanted to have fun and that's fine. But I just feel like the older I get, the worse my hangovers get. And I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? It's literally not worth it to feel like crap the next day. So I was like, you know what? Yeah, dry January wasn't even a part of my initial thoughts of my goals and stuff. But I'm like, I should do dry January. Why not? I've never done that. And if I can't drink for a month, that's probably a good indication that that's an issue. So I'm like, why don't I just challenge myself to be the best version of me? And, you know, the best version of me probably does have a drink here and there. Like, I love a good cocktail. I love... I think like the thing I miss the most this month—it's literally January (coughs) fifth—but I know the thing I'll miss the most is I love like going out to dinner, and if there's like if it's like a cocktail bar and they have like a fancy cocktail, and it's usually like elderflower and all these like muddled berries shaken with seltzer water, and so like that's when I love it. I just like love that moment, but also like I could do a mocktail. Like I don't like need alcohol, you know. So anyway, all this is to say. Yeah, I said I'm gonna enjoy January. And I think I'll just keep that intention with me throughout the year of like, okay, if it's like during the week, I don't need to just like drink a glass of wine because everyone else is. That's, I think, my issue like socially. If everyone else is drinking, I'm like, oh, I'll drink too. Like, I don't even think twice. But if I really thought about it, I might be like, oh, Gretchen, will you sign up for like an early workout class tomorrow? Or you want to do this, this, and this tomorrow? Like, maybe you'll wake up with a headache and feel a little tired and groggy. Like, maybe just have a club soda with lemon, you know? So that's what I've been doing club soda with lemon. But, yeah, I just want to be more mindful with alcohol throughout this year. And being like, okay, do I actually, like, would I really enjoy a drink right now? Or maybe not. Like, I, I just want to, like, be a little bit more mindful. So, anyway, going to do that. Um, I was home for the past two days in Albany. Now we're caught up to speed. <laughs> Sorry, we <dog>. so much. <laughs> Catching up to speed, but we will talk about the goals. Um, Home for the past two days, literally because I had my <laughs> annual gynecologist appointment and. We love our guy in college so much that maybe one day I'll have to switch to one like over Boston Cape, like where my house is. But um, for now, yeah, in Albany, they're the best. And got to see my mom. We had the best dinner. And yeah, being in Albany was great. Did all the things, hit up all the workout spots, all my favorite food spots. Okay, then you guys know I always say something I'm happy about in each episode of my podcast. And like a happy quote idea what have you so what I'm happy about this week is I feel like so wholesome and cute and it's like my new favorite thing not related to like anything I've talked about so far but actually I got Max all the Harry Potter books for Christmas because he asked for them and I was like okay that's so cute of you because he is number one Harry Potter fan like would know every line to every movie. You could probably say a quote and he would know who said it at what point in what movie. Like, he just loves those movies. He has seen them all like a hundred times, but he's never read the books. So he's like, You know what, my goal is gonna be for 2024 to read the Harry Potter books. And he will kind of like read a book, get uninterested, abandon it, whatever. I'm like, Really? You think you can read them? <laughs> Listen to me. I'm so mean. Like, doubting him. I'm like, I don't know if you could do it. I'm like, Wow. Okay. Like, that's guys. It is January fifth. He is like halfway through the second book. I'm like, are you? He's been flying because he's obsessed. He's like, these are amazing. They're like just as good as movies. Like he's like, I feel like I'm, I'm seeing the movie in my head as I'm reading. Like whatever. He's loving them and he's been like filling me in where he's at, and it's just so fun to hear about. And then a couple of nights ago, I'm like, why don't you read out loud to me? Because I was like loving hearing about what part he's at in the book and we both like to like read at night to calm down to wind down before bed instead of you know being on our phones or tv or anything so i was gonna read my book but i'm like wait will you read aloud to me he was like wait well, yeah i'd love to guys it's so wholesome that's what i'm happy about literally if we get into it i'm like want to read harry potter to me and he loves it but i love it and i don't know why i felt like he like wouldn't want to read it or i feel like if i was reading out loud I would get like tired of talking so much or whatever he literally loves it and I love hearing him I don't know it's just so cute it's my new favorite thing if he reads Harry Potter to me also it's literally the best because I feel like it is helping and I have been so bad with sleep I feel like it's actually helping me sleep because I'm not in my head like I'm in my head I'm at Hogwarts with Harry and Ron and Hermione and just hearing and I don't know it's just like so wholesome to me hearing him read it in his voice I don't know it's just my favorite thing so that's what I'm happy about and I think that's really cute of us reading to me when we go to bed so I'm gonna like make him do that to me forever I'm gonna be like can you read me a bedtime story I don't know why I just haven't been read reading forever. Maybe it's like wholesome and nostalgic to me. I was telling him I remember Lucy and I being really young, and our mom reading Harry Potter to us, when we'd go to bed. And I was just saying to her, her, saying to her when I was home we were at dinner, and I was like, "Wait, mom, we need to tell you. Max has been reading Harry Potter to me. It's my most favorite thing." I'm like, "I have a vague recollection. You used to read Harry Potter to us. I know it. And we were like five or six. We were really young." She was like, "Yes, I did. Like when the first one came out, like." I'll never forget reading it to you guys I'm like oh my gosh I knew it so maybe that's what, it's like nostalgic it just keeps me anyway that's that I just talked about that forever okay now I was thinking this isn't really a quote more of an idea an intention if you will of this is my intention for this year like bottom line the feeling I want to feel is living my life on my own terms And you guys are going to live your life on your own terms. I'm getting sidetracked, but I literally was just thinking about how I'm going to be 27 in March. And this is going to make me emotional too. (laughs) I'm like, no pressure. I need to have the best year of my life. But I will never forget, you guys. I don't know why, like, you know, certain random memories or conversation with someone is like so deeply ingrained in your brain. I remember being a little girl and saying to my dad, like, how old are you, daddy, whatever. And him being like, well, I'm like 37. I'm trying to think how old I would have been if he was, he was like 30. 31 when we were born. So I would have been like seven. Yes. Like I remember this so specifically and him being like, well, I'm 37. I'm like, wow, you know, like probably like that's ancient. And then I remember saying to him, okay, like out of all your ages, like what year, what age is the best age? What year is like the best year? Like I will never forget asking him this. And he said, mm, I think my favorite age was 27. And I was like, really? Maybe I asked that a separate time when I was older because I remember it so clear. Like maybe when I, I remember him telling me he was 37, but maybe when I'm like 12 or something. I'm like, and he, I just will never forget him saying 27 was his favorite age. And he was like, you know, you're still young and fun. And obviously it was like pre-kids. Were they married at 27? I'm trying to think of my mom and him. were married yet. Maybe they're engaged or something. And that would—that's so funny because that would be such a similar timeline to like me and Max. Because I'll just be engaged this year, we'll get married next year. Ah, that's so weird to say too that we're gonna get married next. Now that's 2024, and we wanna get married in 2025. Like to be like, oh, we're getting married next year. Like, ah, it's so weird. And so, I just remember him saying what I'm trying to say is that 27 was his favorite age because he was like, you're still young, not too many responsibilities, but you're like more settled into your job you've got like your friends your family like you know who you are you're not like college just post-college really broke like maybe you have a little bit more money you can like do what you want to do but you're still young and fun like he just i just remember saying 27 was like my favorite age and now i'm like oh my god no pressure i'm gonna be 27 and then when that's over and i turn 28 i'm gonna be like it's only downhill from here (laughs) no but anyway I don't know why. That just popped in my brain. I just thought of that. Okay, stay on track, Gretchen. You got this. My intention for this year. Living my life on my own terms. I feel like I've thought about this idea for a while. Honestly, since graduating and being post-grad, I'm like, I can be whoever I want to be. Like, I just always have such a strong feeling and sense of, like, autonomy to make my own decisions, be who I want to be. Like, you can be whoever you want to be i know this is sounding so like cheesy or vague right now but i just always think about this like you are the only one standing in your own way of being the best version of yourself like i feel like we collectively are what's in our way you know like people are always like get out of your own way get out of your own head and i used to talk about the highest version of yourself a lot on the pod kind of like that like if you envision in your head right now the best version of myself, the highest version of myself is like this, acts like this, does this every day, like you can be that. Like you are the only one that's standing in your way, you know? Okay, let me like do an example because I feel like saying this isn't making sense. Okay, a good example. We're about to get in the goals promise. So this is kind of like a goal I have. So a narrative I tell myself about myself is that I'm not a runner, right? Like Who decides that? It's not the universe. It's not anybody else. It's me. So I've consciously or subconsciously made this decision to limit myself and tell myself, oh, I'm naturally not a good runner, so I can't run. But in reality, you can change your own narrative and change how you speak to yourself at any moment. Like I can wake up tomorrow and say, I'm a runner. It comes easily to me. I can get into a routine of running consistently i can get faster and stronger every time i push myself to run and we really can be whoever we tell ourselves that we are (laughs) am i getting a little too woo-woo here (laughs) i just think about that because you guys will hear with my goals i'm trying to get more steps in every day and it's actually been a way i've kind of been like tricking myself into running which i haven't even like set out to run but i start walking and i'm like oh i want to get my steps quicker Walking isn't getting in my steps quick enough, so then I start running, and it's just made me realize. I feel like for so long I've told myself, "Oh, I'm, I'm not a run," or more so, like you know, I used to, I used to run a lot or do like long distance, and now I'm like out of my running shape. So getting back into it seems like a little hard and a little uncomfortable. Like I, I don't need to do that. But whenever I'm on the treadmill and I'm walking and I start to run, I feel so good. I feel like, wow, like I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone, and like I can do hard things. Sometimes when people say that, it's so cringy, like we can do hard things, but it literally motivates me. I'm like, okay, I can do other hard things that I didn't think I could do today because I set out to walk and now I'm running and like, look at me go. So yeah, it's just been feeling good to push myself in ways that I didn't think I could. Like I've kind of been like in my comfort zone, you know, so it feels good to do things that that are out of your comfort zone. Okay, resolutions and goals. Here we go. I actually like the word goals better. Seems a little bit more positive to me. And it's funny, you guys, because when I was looking back at my notes from a year ago, I think I literally wrote in there, like, let's just go with goals. And I think I forgot, I felt this way last year. I'm sure I felt the same as I do now that resolutions just sound a little negative me like it sounds like oh we have to like resolve a problem like these are our like strict resolutions we need to stick to to like change and i like more goals of like this is something i would love to achieve and i'm going to work towards it and if i don't get you know hit that mark exactly that's okay because i think the journey is even more important of like being a little bit better like one percent better every day right so i still like the word goals better but I wanted to read to you the definition I found of resolution. I feel like last year I said it, I found something that said like, it's like a strict regiment to stick to, but I think this is a better like encompassing idea of resolution. This is, I found this on Google. A new year's resolution is a tradition most common in the Western world, but also found in the Eastern world in which a person resolves to continue good practices, change an undesired trait or behavior, accomplish a personal goal or otherwise improve their behavior at the beginning of a calendar year. Yeah yeah, continue good practices. Love that. Change an undesired trait behavior. That's like what I think of when I think of resolutions, but I also said achieve or accomplish a personal goal. Yeah. So I think it's such a fun time to have like a fresh start. You know, everyone's like doing their vision board, making their goals and stuff. And I think it's fun and why not? And I feel like some people are so negative about it. They're like, oh, this is so dumb. Like resolutions, like people, they're such a low success rate of resolutions, like waste of time, whatever. But I'm also like, Why not take an excuse to have a fresh start and make some goals for yourself? Like, why not? That's fun, And I I think a a lot of the reason there's such a low success rate is I'm trying to combat that in my approach because I think about how right January 1st feels like such a fresh start. You're like giddy and excited and you're like momentarily so motivated and you have this like big goal that... You want at the end of the year. But then, like, how do you get there? (laughs) And you lose interest and motivation over time. And I feel like you set yourself up for failure by not being equipped with kind of everyday practices to get to the goal eventually. So I really tried to break it down this year and be concise and specific. So I have like overarching goals, and then I kind of have like a dash next to it, and like, little practices of like how I'm going to get there eventually, like little things leading up to if that makes sense. Okay, here we go. Number one. So it's kind of like a overall, like more like general idea. And then you'll see like my actionable steps. (laughs) Look at me go. Number one, better boundaries with my phone. I just want to feel a little bit more in control and not like my phone's controlling me you know this is really good i'm realizing already like spelling all these out saying them out loud you guys gonna hold me accountable and i feel like it's just gonna help my brain stick to it and yeah like speaking it kind of into existence and as i'm saying it out loud i'm kind of like explaining to myself what i want it to be okay better boundaries with my phone again yeah i just want to feel like you know what i should do like turn off notifications i feel like it's so distracting and always pulls my attention away from things and obviously my screen time is higher than I want it to be so I just want to feel a little more in control and how I'm going to do that is I just wrote because I'm working on the consistent wake-up time but like I don't know exactly what time I'm gonna wake up every day so all I have is vaguely like no phone first thing because I mean most of us wake up pick out our phone pick up our phone look at it we get notifications on Instagram and go look at our new comment, answer our sister's text, the alarm's going off, look at the weather, like, you're just, like, on it. And I've been making a conscious effort. First thing I wake up, pet Brody, cuddle with him, say good morning, make my bed, come downstairs, brush my teeth, change, like, do all the things, make breakfast, whatever it is. And then, like, delay going on my phone as long as possible. That's what I should write down. I'm going to write that down. Delay as long as possible. <laughs> look at me go. Cause I feel like that is a good way to put it. Like don't go on it unless you need to. Or sometimes I'm gonna walk Brody and I'm like, okay, wait, literally though, I need to know if it's like 50 degrees or 20 degrees. If I'm going to put on like mittens or hat. I guess I could like stick my head outside anyway. So sometimes I'll like look at the weather really quick. Or if I know I need to answer like a text my mom really quick, but then just try not to be on my phone in the morning Like not be active not scroll not be reactive that kind of thing And also what I have on here is not on my phone after let's say like 10 p.m See and this is so hard for me too. I'm having deja vu because I was saying this in my YouTube vlog my first one of the year I was talking a little bit about healthy habits and resolutions and stuff But I get to be a little more in depth on here and I was saying it's hard. This I struggle with because I always want to be available for my family and friends, which I'm sure also isn't <laughs> that healthy. But like, if someone's texting me or calling me, like they need me, and like my sister, and my mom are definitely night owls. Like we definitely just naturally are, and if they're texting our family group chat at 11 p.m., like I don't want to miss out. I have so much FOMO. So, I said a good way for me to help this is like not being on it, like active, but I guess. Right before I go to bed at like 11 or something I could just check really quick if they text me I don't know if that's healthy I should like shut it in a drawer and shut my eyes and move on and also like less blue light will help with my Sleep goals, which i'll get into so Yes, I want better boundaries with my phone. I want to feel better about it Like people that have like an hour or two of screen time a day Which is crazy because that sounds like so much but that is like what i'm going for Like I wish that could be me it adds up so much. It's crazy and i'm also like to an extent like, I, I kind of have to be on there. One of my goals is, like, career goals is, like, TikTok, be more consistent on Instagram, stuff like that. So, then it's like, wait, but I need to be on the phone. So, yeah, that's, like, a hard kind of conundrum. Okay, number two. I just want overall goals for my workouts, like, exercise, workout goals. Like, I just want to feel like I'm working towards something, which I feel like is kind of new for me because I feel like I, I enjoy being active and... Incorporating movement every day, but I don't think I've really had goals. So I'm kind of just like spinning my wheels, like, what am I doing? So it's kind of fun to have to set yourself goals if it's like trying to have marathon or whatever it is, specifically goals that aren't focused on how you look or like like aesthetic goals or how much you weigh or something like that. Cause to me, that's like eh, and and feels kind of like negative and icky. And maybe that's fine for you if you don't have. A weird history with like working out and body image and stuff like that like me, but for me This is brand new for me. I've never really looked at steps or been one of those steps girlies. Hopefully this is not like I feel like this is like a positive thing. It feels positive to me. I don't think it's going to be like bad, but also if I catch myself being like, oh my God, it's 10 o'clock. I need to get my steps in and feeling like addicted or obsessed or something because I feel like people are like, the daily step goes out. Like just listen to your body, be more low intensity, whatever. Then I'll be like, okay, Gretchen, time to cut it or be a little more like lenient with yourself. However, I, see, I, I always feel like the two sides to the coin, right? Because it's like on one, one side, I want to be very gentle with myself. I want to listen to my body. I want to, you know focus on like low cortisol, low stress, self-care, self-love, all that type of stuff. But on the other side, I'm like, okay, it's good to push yourself and have goals and challenge yourself and be a little uncomfortable and run when you didn't think you could run and hit your 15,000 step goal limit. Even if it seems really high and really challenging at first, like, isn't that good to kind of push yourself? So I kind of feel both. So I think I just, am going to be really honest with myself, how I'm feeling, listening to my body, yada, yada. So With that, I thought I could challenge myself with 15,000 steps daily. I don't know if that's like way too high or crazy. I feel like I've seen other people say that. I feel like the like standard people try to hit 10,000 a day, so that's why I was kind of like, well, why don't I just push myself and try to hit 15? And if it's like not working, whatever, I can reassess. But I I don't know. I just thought that would be fun, and I already feel like it's like really changed my mindset. Because like I said, I'll go to walk on the treadmill. I'm like, let's go walk on the treadmill. I want to like work towards my little steps. And then I'm like, wait, I want my steps to like rack up quicker. I'm gonna start running. So then I start running, and I would never just go like for a run on a treadmill, or like I like mentally I wouldn't be like, I'm just gonna go run because that seems too hard. But since I just start off walking and then I end up running, I don't know. I, I I'm like sounding crazy right now, but it just is like mentally easier for me. So it's already been fun and like a new way to look at movement and working out. So anyway, that's that. That's been fun. I think I'm gonna stick with that, and also morning and afternoon walks with Brody always walk in the morning and I feel like sometimes do in the afternoon but if I'm like if I stick to the morning afternoon and like a workout during the day of course I'll hit 15,000 steps like I feel like that won't be that hard right I feel like I've been hitting it, it hasn't been like too challenging but yeah just like walking on the treadmill for an hour or whatever helps a lot so I think with that, like today, I'm not going to because I have been and I'm feeling like really sore. And so I'm just going to listen to my body for the movement of the day, if you will. Because I want these workout goals. I want to be consistent. But I feel like having like a workout split, something really like regimented and stuff, isn't really me. And if I'm feeling really sore from a Pilates class that I do here or from walking on the treadmill for a while and running, whatever it may be. Maybe I'm going to stretch. Maybe I'm going to do like a little bar class at home. So yeah, I'm just going to be like honest with myself. Can I handle more? Am I being a crybaby, or actually, am I like really sore and just want to uh, not rehab? What's the word? That's really important. You want to re why can't I think of the word recovery? <laughs> you want to feel like more recovered. Anyway, so those are kind of my goals for working out. I just want to be very like in tune with myself and my body. Okay, goal number three. Oh, why did I I just wrote TikTok. No, I think I just overall wanted to have like career goals because I feel like I guess I had this in my head and didn't write it down. Um obviously I've been doing social media for so long and I just wanted like specific things. So last year I said I want to post on TikTok every day and I want to hit 100K. I have not hit 100K. That's okay. I've enjoyed the journey and the process and I definitely did not post daily, but I posted way more and way more consistently than I ever had in the past. So I want to keep up with that. Again, work towards posting daily. I don't know why it's so hard for me. People that do it like can just post so casually. I want to get better at that, posting more casually because I think it has to be edited to perfection to the beat of the song and the perfect compilation and then the tiktoks people like the most anyway are like the most casual just thrown together i'm like no one's even going to see this and then you guys like love it so yes just want to be intentional thinking about the value that i'm providing like what tiktoks do you guys like the best for me what like why do you guys follow me (laughs) what value am i providing i think just from the feedback i've gotten because You are like, oh, I feel like we're friends, hanging out on FaceTime. Like, I've always been, like, big sis, just kind of, like, positive, optimistic. I feel like you guys just like my normal everyday life. Because that's what I'm like, oh, I can't, like, show a TikTok like this. It's so boring. But I need to just be like, this is my outfit. Do you guys like it? You know? Like, I just need to be more casual in there. So, yes. And just specific career goals of, like, working with new brands that I have haven't been able to work with in the past. Yeah. I just want to be a little more like go-getter in that term in like proactive of like if I love a brand really trying to work with them trying to you know work with the brands that I use and love in my everyday life um yeah so that's that next up better sleep health and sleep schedule my psychiatrist made me realize how important this is and how bad i am at it and i've realized i've been so bad at falling asleep get so anxious and she's like we really got to work on these healthy sleep habits talking about this in my youtube video so i have a lot of little things to do every day that have been helping me and will continue to help me with this first of all reading before bed to wind down or (laughs) listening to max read to me Uh not being in front of phone, computer, TV, blue light, that really just keeps you up. We all know that. Like dim the lights, that whole thing. Like there's just so many things you can do that help fall asleep. So I need to do all of them. My little Ollie Sleep Gum gummies really help me relax. Melatonin, L-theanine, just I feel really calm, so I need to keep going with that. A warm tea at night really helps me wind down, feel calm. Um, oh, you know what I just thought of too that I wrote down? Daily Stoic. My sister got that for me like over a year ago and max and I used to read it before we'd go to bed And we need to get back on that because that feels really good. Just having little rituals like that And just the consistent the consistency of the same bedtime and wake-up time every day My psychiatrist is like that is literally so important And your body craves that and your mind wants that to go to bed at the same time every day Wake up at the same time every day. I'm like, ah, I'm so bad at that. So Basically, I just have kind of loosely. because so I'm like, I'm not trying to make a really strict goal and then not be able to stick to it. But I think waking up before 8, 8.30 every day is reasonable and should be happening because what will happen is I make myself get up at 6, 6.30, 7, whatever it is, and I'm so tired because I didn't sleep because I went to bed too late. And then I have to sleep until 9.30 the next day and I'm like, what am I doing? It's 9.30, oh my God. Ah, like I gotta get my day going. What do I do? You know, so I think if I wake up at like 8 every day, perfect and I know that probably sounds late to you guys is I'm like feeling like a loser <laughs> feeling like I need to not like be hard on myself self-sabotage like that kind of thing but that's just like realistic for me but I know some of my friends that you know work nine to fives they get up at six they work out every morning I'm like oh I wish that could be me so yeah sometimes I like feel like a loser but <laughs> it's like hard to wake up at like seven but sometimes it is and sometimes it's not so hard so yeah I just want to be real and going to bed before midnight I'm just gonna say that I would love like a 10 30 bedtime that sounds amazing or like 11 but sometimes it's 11 30 that's okay so I'm not gonna like beat myself up as long as it's before midnight I'm gonna be happy so that's my goal for that then next step we have more protein and collagen across my meals and this really just comes from hearing that like protein <laughs> more protein in your everyday life helps everything I feel like literally anything I hear that's like helps you sleep better at night more energy I'm like done I'll do it (laughs) like I need to try because I've been so bad at sleeping and yeah I've just heard if you have more protein in all your meals throughout the day if you make like a conscious effort to consume more protein that you will have better energy you will have a better time sleeping you will feel better in your workouts you um oh and I put collagen in there too because I've heard recently collagen can really help with the healthiness of your hair so I'll get into that, but yes, and I think to do that every day, my little actionable step every day is I really shoot for like 30 grams of protein in my breakfast, and it's so funny, I was saying in my vlog, I'm like, I love how I'm like, I want to get 100 grams of protein every day. Do I know if I'm hitting that? Absolutely not. I'm not tracking a thing. No, 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 Nelly, I cannot go down that path. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. If you can healthily track your protein, great. Actually, you know, I think I could track like my protein, but I I could not do like macros or calories. Mm -mm 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 -mm. (laughs) I just know that would not be a good mindset for me. However, I am looking at it in like a mindset of I want like at least 100 grams. So kind of like an abundant mindset. So I try to hit like 30 grams of protein for breakfast. Great start to my day fills me up. Gets the protein going early to try to get a lot. I don't know why in my head I have 100 grams. That's probably a lot and kind of hard to, well, actually, maybe not that hard if you're having like your Greek yogurt and like a protein smoothie and like chicken, whatever. But it's just something I'm striving for because I feel like you feel a lot better. I'm thinking, I wanna say it was like November. I was really trying to, I was here alone for a week, I had nothing else to do, and I was like, I'm really trying to incorporate protein in all my meals. I was like, unfortunately, it works. I felt, I was like, it's kind of hard to try to eat so much protein. Or I just had to be really mindful of it because I'm not used to it. And I'm like, unfortunately, I'm sleeping better. I'm not bloated. I feel a lot better. Ah! <laughs> I hate when something that's like good for you that you hear about that you need to do and then you try it and it actually works. You're like, shoot, now I got to <laughs> keep up with this. <laughs> Instead of just being, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to eat like a piece of toast here and there. Like, I don't know. just be like random with my meals. So now I'm a little more mindful, which... I think will be good in the long run. Okay, next up, better hydration, and to get there, I'm trying. <laughs> it's a goal I'm shooting for to do 120 ounces of water daily, and we're gonna take a sip of my Stanley right here now. I'm not making a good dent today, but my Stanley big Stanley jug is like 40 ounces, so if I do three of those a day, 120 ounces, bada bing, bada boom. But this is actually very hard for me, you guys. You may not know. I've been so bad at drinking water for a while. And I didn't realize how bad it was. But I was always like, "Mm, I pee like legit once or twice a day. Like so bad. Like I don't even think I'd finish a full Stanley in one day. Like I don't even know if I was doing 40 ounce. It it was really bad. And I don't know how. Because I'd like work out and stuff. Like wasn't I thirsty? But I don't know. So I'm like, Gretchen, you got to drink more water. You're going to feel better. You're not going to have a headache. You'll probably sleep better. Like all the things. Like just for like overall health and nutrition. I'm like, come on, girl. So I've been pushing myself it is hard and I will say I'm going to complain because I I do like it I actually feel better I feel like I haven't been having as many headaches shocker but I don't like it because I have to pee way more so it's kind of inconvenient like at no time in my life in the past couple years have I had to wake up in the night to pee all of a sudden these days waking up at 3 a.m I am going to pee my pants I'm like this kind of sucks like I don't like drinking this much water but you do feel better so we'll take another sip want to feel more hydrated then I just feel like that helps everything you know probably helps nutrition digestion energy levels you're not gonna have a headache you'll feel better in your workouts you'll sleep better I'm like girly pop you just gotta you gotta do the things that you know are good for you like you know better you're gonna be 27 come on next up we have overall I would like my hair to be healthier since I've been bleaching it for freaking ever and to get there I am doing all the things. I cannot even tell you guys how many things I'm doing. Like, every day. This morning, let me tell you, had my Athletic Greens with my Nutrafol. Tons of vitamins, minerals, all things. And you guys know Nutrafol is, like, specific to help your hair grow. So I literally am vowing to take Nutrafol every single day this year. And we are going to see a night and day difference. I can't wait. Because not only am I doing that, every time I wash my hair, I've been doing the scalp oiling, the hair masks. I, most recently added into my hair routine. A silk bonnet. <laughs> I don't know. This that is probably seeing me go to bed with like face slicked with so much moisturizer, lip mask, eye mask, silk bonnet. probably like, I am so scared of you. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? I might as well try it. least I could do. How hard is it? I'm seeing TikToks of girls being like, I notice less damage on my hair, friction, breakage. I'm like, might as well. I'm already doing all the other things. of that into my routine. Trying to do less heat. That's hard for me because I don't like my hair and it's, like, not styled right now. But maybe, like, once or twice a week. Doing the, like, heatless curls more. That's, you know what? I'm writing that down because that's going to help a lot with less heat on my hair. Uh, High quality hair care products. I feel like I've been good with that. And little to no bleach. Like, I mean, we are ready. I just did, like, the tiniest bit of bleach to have, like, a money piece in the front. And... Honestly how my hair is now it's like so blended with my natural color at the top I could see my hair growing for the next like six months and me not touching it at all with like any Toner lowlights dye bleach anything because I just want it to Have a breather go back to its natural best self before I Carefully hopefully touch it with bleach again in the future Lastly we have to feel more grounded this goes with my intention of like living my best life on my own terms feeling autonomous every single day in control and I just want to feel grounded in like this overall mindfulness wellness kind of feeling grateful all those things so to get there my actionable how many times am I going to say my actionable stuff I'm going to take every day I actually have I'm saying this an hour in but what you should really do i'm like pushing this on all of you i just thought of it in my head my little reminders app on my phone i wrote an uh list that says every day and i ch- look i ah, i look at it and i can check off all the things because it has like the little dots and you check it off so i literally have like 120 ounces of water and when i hit it i click check 15k steps when i hit it i click check um, 30 gram protein breakfast, check, you know, and it's like actually so helpful. So I feel like I'm actually in a way better spot with my goals this year because last year, what was I doing? I didn't look back once. I didn't think about it every day. And now I like look at this every day. I'm like, Oh, I forgot to take my neutral Check. Did that, you know, all the things. So it's really keeping me on it. Um, okay, wait, I got distracted. Last one I was saying, I want to feel mindful grateful grounded and the way i'm going to get to do that is i haven't missed a day i've been doing my five minute journal every day because i remember times in the past i would feel really good really in control grateful of my day had my intention set out for every day i felt you know you write in the beginning in the morning you write i want to feel productive today i want to feel inspired i want to feel creative i want to feel fun and friendly and social so i just feel like it gives you the control over your day especially if you work for yourself work from home <laughs> spend a lot of time on your own like me it just feels really nice lucy also got me a journal for christmas it's the we're not really strangers one and i love the prompts it's really fun so i've been doing both like every day and also one last thing for this that i have in my daily checklist is like i have it as like one self-care a day and basically I can kind of categorize that as anything like right now I have a hair mask in my scalp oiling likes it So to me, that's like self-care. I would check that off. I also This is so funny. But before I started recording There's candle over there and I was like should I light the candle and then I was like No, like it's just me here Like I don't need to light it and i'm like I have such a weird mindset with that that i've been trying to like retrain my brain I don't know why I am this way And you guys know I used to really struggle with independence spending time on my own, and I always had the mindset of when I was alone, like, oh, I'm not going to, I don't know how to describe it, like, I'm not going to, like, do something fun, like, for myself, whatever, like, it's just me, like, I'm, like, boring and alone, so, like, I'm not going to get ready or put on a cute outfit or make one of my favorite meals or order, take out one of my favorite meals. I'll just eat some like random old rice in the pantry and heat up this frozen thing. And like, why do I need to light a candle? Like, it's just me. Like, I don't know. I have this such a weird mindset of like, oh, when it's just me, like I don't, I don't need to like do things for myself. I, I don't know where that came from. Maybe just because I had to learn how to like enjoy spending time on my own. And now I'm like, Christian, are you literally okay? You love the way that candle smells. It's going to be such a good vibe in here. Like do the self care things, do the wellness things, like do the thing, like clean your environment, take the extra step to do whatever. If, it's going to make you feel better and happy. Like all those little things add up and it's worth it. Like, I don't know why I get weird like that. So yeah, I need to make my favorite homemade kale Caesar salad because why not? Light my candle because why not? Like life is too short doing all the little things for me. I don't know if any of you like feel this way, but I literally had to learn that from Max. Like in the beginning of our relationship, I would struggle with my independence and I would be like, How are you so good at spending time on your own? Like you just like have the TV running and are so content on your own and hang out and order takeout. And he just like has a ball and I'm like, Oh wait. I can do that too. (laughs) Like I like had to learn that. I don't know. So now I love my alone time. You guys know, and I'll do all the self care. I'll clean, I'll cook, I'll tidy, I'll journal, I'll read, I'll self tan. I do my hair mask and it's just so fun. So yeah, basically I put in one self care thing a day because I think I have so many little things like a face mask, a hair mask, candles I can light, a journal I can write in. Eye patches I can put out, like so many little things so I'm like I should be doing them at least once a day Anyway, I have so many things to that. I bought like to get through so I might as well, you know Some my fun little products and gizmos and gadgets. So anyway Those are my main pretty much all my goals resolutions for this year And again, it's so funny looking back at last year's like I forgot so many of them And I just really don't know what I was thinking. I never checked in didn't have my actionable steps. Like there were certain ones, it was like lower yearly like credit card bill. Like how was I gonna do that? Eat out less. Okay, that's so vague. Like how? Like right now, if I'm like, okay, I want to eat out less this year, I literally would spell out, okay, that means like I think I eat out this much, so I only want to eat out this much. So maybe I would write, like, okay, definitely wanna cook Monday through Thursday, always at home. You know, like I'd have to be a little bit more specific. Oh, another one you guys was like, um, take podcast audio clips, like take little clips from my podcast and share them on TikTok with like fun videos and stuff. I literally did that like once or twice. That makes me so sad that I forgot about that because it was so fun and people would be like, oh my gosh, yes, I remember this moment for your podcast. I love it. Or like, I love this podcast. And I feel like you don't really find new podcasts like on the podcast app. Like you have to promote your podcast on Instagram or TikTok or something. I'm so bad at that so maybe i'll add that (laughs) to my list for this year but again with like just me you guys want to hear me blab and hear my thoughts like i don't know i guess you do why else are you listening but anyway (laughs) like you know what maybe i'll add some more goals but also like too many is overwhelming so i don't know to end what are your guys goals and resolutions this year i am curious I want to know i want to steal yours i feel like you guys have good ones that you're gatekeeping for me that i don't know about that maybe i want to add to my list and i want to adapt so dm me comment on the latest happy hour pod instagram post because i want to know especially then i'll know if you made it to the end of the episode comment your goals and resolutions on that post that's promoting this episode then i'll know you made it to the end But, wow, it's already over an hour. Love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rocking out with me for an hour. No ads or anything. Just you and me, baby. This was so much fun. And I'm excited for the year ahead. And I hope you guys are too. And we'll keep the pod going. Keep it fresh. Whatever that may be. (laughs) After my crisis in the beginning where I'm like, "Ah, what am I doing with this? But, yeah you let me know your thoughts again but love you guys so much thanks for listening and i'll catch you guys in my next episode